Now, if your hypothalamus is communicating stress to your adrenals, your adrenals are going to communicate that to your ovaries, which they can result in a late period. It could result in a late ovulation. It could result in an early period. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, it is snowing outside. You can see it a bit there. I finished a day with my clients and I'm waiting to have dinner with a friend. So I quickly thought that I would jump on and record this episode because like, I feel like this episode has been a long fucking time coming. I know that I've kind of like mentioned it in roundabout ways. Oh, Jelly wants to say hi. Um, but I haven't actually, just gonna get that pillow off the sofa, but I haven't actually done an episode on it. Like an episode specifically on this. And I feel like it's gonna go down really, really well. So please tune in and and listen. So today we are talking about the link between your period issues and trauma. This is obviously like one of my main area of expertise when it comes to women, not men, um, when it comes to women and especially when it comes to endo. Um, March was endo awareness month um, and I didn't really do anything that much on it because it just all blends in all the time really. But March is endo awareness month and I unfortunately see so many women being misdiagnosed with endo or being overdiagnosed. Now that's not to invalidate your experience not saying that if you have endometriosis you have endometriosis and like I am here to help you um just a reminder that the only way that you can be diagnosed with endometriosis is if you have surgery and the surgeon actually goes in and can see the endometrial tissue that's just a reminder with endo now when it comes to period issues whether it's PCOS whether it's endometriosis whether it's adenomyosis PMDD whatever your period issue is I want you to listen to this episode with an open mind and I want you to listen to this episode with your body so not just listening to not just listening through it through not just listening to it through your mind but also listening to it through your body because a lot of you would be aware that I am the period whisperer oh by the way I hope that you all love my outfit on YouTube it's the party on the top and wait no it's like party on the top, casual on the bottom, whatever the thing is. I've been on Zoom calls, so I just like hang out in my sweatpants. But on the top half, I look really like professional and put together. So I'm just keeping that up because that's comfy vibes. Um, and I love this top. So nice little piece of cashmere, although I did fucking stain the shit out of it. But the thank God for good dry cleaners. They fixed it. So what I was saying is that a lot of you would probably know that I'm the bit of the period whisperer. Women often will come to me having tried everything. I've had clients that have gone to every doctor under the sun and no doctor can figure out, for example, why their period can't come back or no doctor can figure out why they can't get pregnant or no doctor can figure out why their periods are so painful or whatever it is. You know, I've had young women like, you know, early twenties, late teens that have nearly been put on HRT. So hormonal replacement therapy, which is disgusting to think that doctors are just handing this shit out because 
I just want to say for any young women, because I've had a few of you DM me, if your doctor is wanting to put you on the pill or any kind of hormonal replacement therapy, can you please give them a hard fucking no to that shit? Like stand in your power. Um, And I don't care whether they say, well, this is the only option that you have. La, 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 la. It's not the only option that you have by any means. Um, It takes your period like five years to actually really mature and get regular. So if you've had your period when you were 16 or when you were 13 and then you go on the pill like after two cycles your period hasn't matured yet so it's actually really important that you don't go on any kind of hormone replacement anything whether that's the pill whether that's the IUD whether that's the implanon like the implant that goes in your arm the shot just look don't do it go and listen to my episodes about hormonal health the links will be in in the description I'll put I'll make sure that I get Sarah to put them there so I'll get her to pop the ones for the pill um the different types of hormonal birth control options and all that kind of stuff so you guys can refer to them because they're really good episodes to listen to and if any of you want to come off your hormonal birth control make sure you do my art of coming off hormonal birth control masterclass okay so the period whisperer people will come to me women will come to me having tried everything and nothing has worked and then bam their period comes back bam they get pregnant bam their endometriosis disappears and it's not just that i sprinkle i i i jokingly say i sprinkle fucking period dust over everybody and obviously I don't, but I sometimes fucking feel like I do because like I've literally like had, I had a session with one of my one girls the other day and her period had gone missing again. Like she'd just been really stressed and she didn't get her last period. We had our session and then bam, her period came the next day and she was like, oh, all I need to do is talk to you. And like, I've had people in real life where you might've heard this on another episode. I was in Tulum. I met a, I met a lady. She'd been missing her period. We went out for dinner the next day she got it and then she, she'd been like her thyroid's fucked so it had been like her period was very very on and off and then I met her friend a couple nights later her friends on the pill was not due for her drug-induced bleed and then got her period the next day after she met me I'm like what the fuck am I doing anyway we're here for it so women will come to me and their endo will disappear or they'll fall pregnant or their PMS will will disappear and what's important to note is that they've tried all the nutrition and physical body stuff first. So you've got your physical body, you've got your emotional body, you've got your mental body, you've got your spiritual body. Now, the physical body aspect, when you're when you're talking about period issues and your cycle and fertility and all that jazz and hormonal stuff, that's looking at like reducing your stress, right? That's your physical stress. It's looking at what you put in your mouth. So what you're eating, it's looking at your gut health, your bowel movements, how your liver is working, your skin health, your hair, your eyes. It's looking at all of those things to tell me what needs to be done for your physical side of your period. So that is all done in your perfect period, the program, your perfect period, right? So if you need to do that first step, do that first step. That's always the first step because you want to make sure that you're looking after your body and that you understand your cycle anyway. I'd have late, I've had ladies do that program and they're like, holy fuck, that first module was like worth a million dollars. And it's, it's a lot of women will get angry at first because they're like, why the fuck do no one teach me this? It's very empowering to really know your cycle. And I cannot recommend that program enough. Honestly, even if you have like a pretty good period, I would, you probably don't have a good period. And I would go into this program because it will blow your freaking mind. And you will have this tool, these tools and this knowledge for the rest of your life to get through any issue so that your hormones and your adrenals and your skin and your gut health and your bloating and stuff never affect you. So you don't have these ridiculous breakouts that affect your confidence. Your bloating doesn't affect your sex, doesn't affect your sex life, all that kind of stuff. So I would just go do it anyway. So that's your physical body side of periods, right? Then you've got your mental, emotional, and spiritual side. And doctors and naturopaths, generally speaking, 
don't go this is the generalization because some doctors do don't go down the path of your emotional your mental and your spiritual now they might you know be like how's your relationship going like oh it's a bit stressful okay oh maybe work on that but that doesn't do anything right or like how's your how's your stress going like you know with all the uni work that you're doing oh it's been a lot okay maybe like do some meditation and they're fantastic suggestions and tools but I do a lot more than that so the thing is when it comes to your mental emotional and spiritual body the meditation isn't just going to fix an issue it's going to still act as a band-aid it's going to generally this is just generalization it's going to act as a band-aid in that if you've had a stressful day at work and you come home and meditate that's amazing but it hasn't fixed the problem that when you have a stressful day at work it triggers a trauma from when your dad said you're not good enough for me or you're not trying hard enough when you were younger and that trauma that elicits this massive release of cortisol and adrenaline and then that is actually causing your hormonal issues it's it's not it's not always actually stress it's not always actually work very often work is triggering a stress from something else and it's eliciting a lot more than just a conscious stress so when you in our day-to-day lives it's fantastic a lot of people can be consciously aware of stress that's great but people can be unconsciously aware of their unconscious. They can be unconscious of their unconscious stress. They're not aware of their unconscious stress and their unconscious stress can be them not feeling good enough, them being, them feeling like they're too much, them worrying about their love life, right? And will I ever find the one? It could be trauma from when they were younger. It could be the rape that happened that they've never dealt with, but they feel fine about it, right? It could be the fact that they, um, you know, were fired one time from their job and they feel fine about like whatever, fuck them, but they're actually not fine about it. It could be the fact that they have so much anger towards men has been passed down from generations that it makes them feel unsafe to be in their feminine and that's causing their issues, right? A lot of, like when you look at period issues, it's related to feminine energy and masculine energy. Remember ladies that you need the masculine in order to feel safe to be in your feminine. So if you do not feel safe around men, because that's predominantly masculine energy, if you do not feel safe around men, you're actually not going to feel safe to be in your feminine energy. And if you're not feeling safe to be in your feminine energy, you're going to very likely have period issues. If you're not feeling grounded and secure in your life, which is supported by the masculine energy, you're not going to have an amazing period either. So these are the energetic things around period issues. Because I've had women do queen alchemy and they've had just PMS, right? Nothing horrendous. Like as in, they haven't had endo, they haven't had PCOS, they don't have adenomyosis, they don't have PMDD, they don't have any of that. But they would just get really bloated, bad cramps, X, Y, and Z. And they do queen alchemy and they're like, oh my God, it's my second cycle from, you know, first cycle was like the first week of queen alchemy. Oh my God, no period issues. And then they had their second period towards the end. And still no period issues and they're like how is this happening and it's because they're finally in their feminine energy and I don't want you to just go google feminine energy because you doing things to be in your feminine isn't the feminine energy that's what I'm talking about you're adding to your plate it's actually about you shedding all the shit that has stopped you from being naturally in your feminine energy right like today I haven't actually done anything to get me necessarily into my feminine I just am in my feminine because I live like this day to day Okay, and this is important because there are days when you're really busy where you don't have time to dance around the house to do breast massage and to have a bath. Like I don't, I'm not going to have time to do that today, but that doesn't mean that I'm not in my feminine. And so a lot of the time people like they add to their plate and that's not helping because it's not integrating. You want to integrate into your life. That's a really big focus of me and my work. So 
let's go through how your brain communicates. I'm going to make sure I have my notes so I don't miss things. I've written some things down. I want to make sure that you guys understand how your brain and your period is related to trauma. I'll give you a little bit of an introduction, but I want to go through some of the science. So in a nutshell, your brain communicates to the rest of your body. It communicates to your ovaries. When you're on the pill, that communication is shut down. So the pituitary gland, which is a part of your brain, that produces cortisol via stimulating the adrenal glands. Now, as a lot of you would know from my podcast, if you're constantly stressed and your body's constantly releasing adrenaline, you're going to have a shitty period. Now, the hypothalamus, the anterior pituitary gland, and the ovaries, they work together. Some people might know this also as the HPA axis. They work together to regulate the menstrual cycle, okay? It's also the HPO axis. There's a few different axes in our body, right? So you've got the HPA axis, and then you've also got this part where your adrenals are going to relate, are going to communicate to your ovaries. Now, if your hypothalamus is communicating stress to your adrenals, your adrenals are going to communicate that to your ovaries, which can result in a late period. It could result in a late ovulation. It can result in an early period. It can result in period pain. It can create PCOS. It can create endometriosis, okay? Now, when it comes to trauma, what I want you guys to understand firstly in a nutshell, and then I'll break it down. In a nutshell, when you have trauma that's being stored in your body, and and go back to my episodes, and there's an IGTV on what is trauma. Go watch the IGTV on what is trauma, and it will explain it because I've broken it down. So when you have trauma in your body, and you haven't gone through the trauma cycle, which is majority of us, that's why it's still in your body. What then happens is you can have a stressor that will trigger the production of cortisol and this massive adrenaline release as though the traumatic event is happening again when it's not. Let's say, for example, you were in a car accident, okay? You were in a car accident and this happened to me. You were in a car accident and then the police, the ambulance, whatever, people from the street run over to you and you're shaking and they hug you. Now, that's fine because they want to support you. That's important, whatever. You can deal with the trauma release later, right? That's what I'm here for. What happens is they hug you and it stops you from releasing the trauma. You don't, you don't, you don't keep shaking. You stop the shaking and you lock the trauma in your body. Now, then what happens is let's say, for example, you hear a horn toot and you'll go, you go, and you like jump a little bit. For example, you, maybe you don't even jump. It doesn't matter. What happens is that horn hooting can then horn hooting, that horn tooting can trigger that exact same full fucking body release of adrenaline as though you're in another car accident when you're not. Now you can imagine constantly having this ridiculous release is going to cause serious inflammation. It's going to cause serious gut issues. It's going to cause serious fucking hormonal imbalances. It's going to cause low progesterone and high estrogen, which is the beautiful combination for a hectic dose of endometriosis. Okay. So the automatic part of your nervous system and your nervous system runs down your spine. Okay. When you feel stressed, your nervous system is a bit jacked. When you feel relaxed, your nervous system is relaxed. Okay. So the autonomic part of your nervous system, that is the automatic part of your body. Think of it like that. So it controls the breathing. It controls your heart rate. It controls your hair growth when you're not thinking like, oh, grow hair. It just happens. Okay. That is connected directly to our uterus. So you don't have to consciously think, stop my period. You don't have to consciously think, bring my period back. Your body is doing it for you. Now, what happens then is because it's part of the autonomic 
nervous system. What then happens is that when you are stressed, you don't have control over what it's going to do to your nervous system, your body, your, your uterus, your body is going to automatically shut that part of your body down. As in you could lose your period. You could have late ovulation causing PCOS. You get the endo, you can get the PMDD, the adenomyosis, the heavy periods, the late periods, the bloating, the brain fog, the sore boobs, all that kind of stuff, right? The hypothalamus, which is a part of your brain, triggers the pituitary gland, which is also on the part of your brain, to release low levels of the hormone FHS, which is follicular stimulating hormone. That's what creates follicles to then burst into ovulation. And it creates luteinizing hormone, which is about that second part of your cycle, the luteal phase. Okay. Now, your follicular stimulating hormone travels to the ovaries where it helps to produce the follicles that then create ovulation. And ovulation is the most important part of your cycle. It gives you all those delicious hormones, right? It releases, it, it then plummets your uh, uh, estrogen, which is a, an important part. So you don't become estrogen dominant because estrogen dominance leads to PCOS, ovarian cysts, ovarian cancer, um, endometriosis, all that kind of stuff, right? You do not want to have estrogen dominance. Now, what happens though is if your body isn't do it, your brain isn't doing this proper um, cycle where it's triggering these hormones, you're then gonna have period issues as well. Trauma affects your pituitary gland and trauma affects your hypothalamus. Whether this trauma is conscious or not, the stresses in your past and even the stresses that you think about in your future are actually affecting your brain and your brain is communicating to your ovaries which is therefore affecting your period your cycle your hormones all that jazz and your brain is communicating to your adrenals which is also affecting your cycle if that makes sense okay so the hypothalamus and the pituitary which we talked a lot about they are the most vulnerable parts of your brain and they are often the parts of your brain that are the most disrupted and affected by brain injury right or by trauma trauma to the brain whether it's physical mental or emotional that can interfere with the normal production of the normal the normal production and the normal regulation of any of the hormonal processes in your body and the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland so normal hormonal processes are not just about you bleeding and having a period and you ovulating. It's also about your libido. It's about your adrenals. It's about your ability to wake up energized in the morning and go to sleep tired, not wired, right? It's your ability to sleep through a whole entire night. It's your ability to not be depressed, to be happy. All of these things are, are a part of your hormonal cycle. People often think hormones are just your period. No, no, no. It's it's a, your, your hormones control every part of your life, men included, right? So this can also relate to men, not their periods, but can, it can really relate to their libido is the way that I see it. Trauma will really relate to a man's libido and a man's testosterone levels is how it will do it, right? So severe emotional trauma and if any of you guys are really interested in knowing this for your coaching and not just being like a mainstream mindset coach, and that's fine if you want to be a mainstream mindset coach, but if you want to be the next level, because you know, nowadays the mainstream mindset coaching isn't cutting it for most people, please make sure that you have enrolled in my certification by Friday, which is like today essentially. Um, and then it's closed till 2023. Can you believe we're in 2021? I feel like we're in the future. Anyway, it's going to be closed until 2023. And all this trauma stuff, you'll be able to like help clear your from your clients. Okay. Because the students of my um, certification, they're already coaches. They're, they're getting uh, clients periods back too. 
Okay, so when you have severe emotional trauma, which can be from your childhood, it could be from your teen years, it could be literally from anything. If you are a ref- if you are a refugee, if you are an immigrant, if you've gone through any kind of physical disasters, if you've gone through divorces, if you've gone through losing your mom in the fucking shopping mall, if you've gone through someone dying, if you've gone through watching someone dying, knowing someone dying, if you've gone through major school bullying, they're all examples of trauma. Whether you think they're traumatic or not, they're traumatic. Now, they create lasting changes. Changes, that's really interesting. They create lasting changes in the prefrontal cortex of your brain, right? This part of your brain is responsible for regulating and responding to emotional situations, okay? Now, your this part of your brain will respond to emotional situations that have been triggered by the amygdala, which is another part of your brain. Amygdala, if you want to Google it, is actually spelt like, is sounded, it's spelt like amygdala, is how it's spelled. Amygdala is how it's pronounced. Anyway, if you can't regulate your emotions, okay, which a lot of people actually can't regulate their emotions very well, they get really stressed in situations, they get really depressed in other situations, they get really angry, they have angry outbursts, they start crying, they start crying when they don't really want to be crying, and none of that's bad, your emotions are never bad, anger is healthy, crying is healthy, fear is healthy, like it's all part of our human experience, but your ability to regulate your emotions is really important, that is a key thing that you guys want to be able to master, right? And if you can't regulate your emotions, you could be throwing yourself in these highs and lows all the time on these roller coasters, which is going to really drain and exhaust your adrenals, right? And that's going to affect your hormones. That's going to affect your ovaries. That's going to affect your period and your estrogen and your progesterone and your testosterone and all these parts of your body that make you feel amazing when they're in balance and make you feel shit when they're not in balance. Okay. So if you are on these constant highs and lows, highs and lows, because the trauma that is affecting your prefrontal cortex, which is affecting your amygdala, your hypothalamus, your, your pituitary gland, all these parts of your brain in different ways, then what's going to happen is being on these constant highs and lows, it's going to cause your body to go in fucking haywire mode and the stress is going to be too much and that's going to affect your hormones and it's going to cause you to be having things like endometriosis. A lot of women that have endometriosis is an inflammation issue in their body and the inflammation has been caused by stress, right? And it's been caused also, like I was saying before, about a really bad relationship with their feminine energy. That's a really important thing as part of it. And part of the trauma that a lot of people have is they have trauma around the feminine. They have trauma around surrendering. They have trauma around letting go they don't want to let go they don't feel comfortable in letting go and control like being a control freak makes them feel more secure letting go surrendering receiving sitting back allowing things to happen for you letting things be easy not working as hard a lot of people have trauma around not working that not working is traumatic I just had one of my male clients before and we were doing this with him right well not wait I was doing this with him we were doing in our session of him not working all the time, literally if his girlfriend, you know, goes to the bathroom, it's like get on an email, like reply to an email. Him not working causes a trauma response. Him working makes him feel safe. Now that has been regulated into his nervous system. We want to change that because that's not a healthy way to be living. Like it is, it does drain your adrenals eventually. Men have a longer threshold to be able to live like that in. And it just isn't healthy in like relationships and day to day and that kind of stuff. You don't get the most enjoyment out of life. So when your brain's alarm system is constantly turned on from all this trauma, because when you have trauma that you haven't healed, your brain's alarm system is like on edge all the time and it can go off when it doesn't need to go off, if that makes sense. When it does go off, it automatically 
triggers this pre-programmed physical escape plan in your brain. It's like this fight or flight, like I got to escape this danger. Even you could, you could just be like sitting on the fucking sofa, like totally fine, but something triggers you and then you go into this full like uh, stress response of I need to escape this physical danger. It literally could be that a boyfriend cheated on you in the past and then your current boyfriend is phone dings and that puts you in this full on escape plan in your brain and it triggers this response and you're sitting on the sofa. It literally can be stuff as simple as that. I don't care how simple it is, ladies. It's traumatic for your body, okay? Um, so when this trigger happens and when this like fight or flight response happen, literally it takes over your whole body. It takes over your body and it, it also partially shuts down the higher part of the brain, our conscious mind, and it makes us run, hide, fight, run, hide, fight, or freeze. Fight, flight, the same. Fight or freeze, right? Run, flight, right? That's running away. Hide, freeze, or fight. Majority of women will go into freeze or they'll go into hide, but it still elicits the um, the adrenaline release. Even if you're not fighting physically, you're hiding you're, and you're freezing, you're still going to have that adrenaline release, okay? And until you have that escape plan done, you're not going to feel safe again, which is why then people go, they, they, they get themselves stuck in this um, in this trauma cycle because they never finish the traumatic, they, they, they never finish the trauma cycle because they never ended the traumatic experience does that make sense which is what we do in my session so that then it gets fixed okay so hello jelly would you like to say a piece what do you want to say today do you agree with mummy you agree with mummy are you the little doggy whisperer you probably are okay now a lot of people also disassociate from trauma so they think they have no trauma because they don't respond to things or react to things I should say they don't react to things they don't have they don't feel like they have these adrenaline releases um because they're like so numbed out they're so disassociated they don't really feel anything disassociation is the essence of trauma right so a lot of people will disassociate and they won't remember traumatic incidents or they won't even feel um traumatic incidences when they get triggered because they're so numbed out and they're so dissociated it does doesn't matter whether you're disassociated the response is still happening subconsciously in your body whether you know it or not and this is why I say this work so important and especially if you've got period issues that no doctor's been able to solve or that no naturopath's been able to solve or you haven't been able to solve physically you can't see the trauma it's unconscious otherwise you would have dealt with it by now but I can see it because I'm used to it like I fucking this is my jam right I can see it because I know all the patterns. I know someone could tell me like a situation and I'm like, boom, 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 this is what's happening. And I can tell you exactly what your body is doing. Um, but you can't see it when you're in it, if that makes sense, unless you know all this stuff as well. Unless you're one of my students, you don't really, you wouldn't really be able to see it for yourself. Okay. Um, so if you're having flashbacks, then obviously you can be more aware that like you've got a traumatic incident. Um, but some people don't have flashbacks, but the way that it could show up, a way that trauma often shows up is like a constant ability, a, a constant desire to be stressed or you like to fill your calendar. White space in your calendar causes you to freak out. Social anxiety, right? But also fear of missing out. That's a fucking trauma response. Constantly needing validation. Uh, feeling stressed when your boyfriend's phone dings, for example. It could be that you get uh, that you get a, a fright when when a horn toots outside um, it could be that certain smells take you back to places and trigger like fear or emotions it could be that you're having bad nightmares you're in you're not able to sleep you're depressed you're burnt out these are all examples of traumatic incidences 
Other examples that show up physically, any period issues, skin issues, gut issues, bloating issues, your hair not growing, um, you not being able to lose weight no matter what you try. Like you feel like there's just this stubborn weight or there's this puffiness. That's also trauma. Um, there's so many ways that trauma can manifest physically. So they, that's kind of the way that your brain communicates to your ovaries. Let me see if there's anything else I wrote down. So, um, okay. I want to say this, especially for women. So if you have been in a traumatic incident where you couldn't escape, right? Let's say for example, rape where you couldn't escape and whether you want to admit that it's rape or not, that's a different argument, right? You were in a situation that you didn't want to be in, let's say, and you couldn't escape the situation. And I'm sorry if this triggered you, but I'm also not sorry because then I'm like, this is an invitation to work with me um, and to like fix this stuff for good. And like when I say fix, I don't mean like understand and have tools in your toolbox. I mean like be able to see the guy standing in front of you and be like, hi, and like no trigger in your body. That's what I'm talking about. So if you are held down in a situation and therefore the normal response is blocked, as in you can't go into that fight or flight where you feel like you are trapped down or you're held down, the brain keeps secreting the stress chemical right in your body. It keeps secreting the adrenaline and the cortisol. And this can this 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 continuation of the stress response can actually continue to happen way, way, way after the event has finished, right? The events passed. So the brain literally just keeps sending these signals to the body of escape, 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 escape. And you could be like in your kitchen cooking with your mom. And it keeps sending the signals of escape because you were held down in a situation that you didn't want to be held down in, for example. Okay. Now what then happens is that you can then when you get triggered by something, you can do something really dramatic and over the top, whether it's like an outburst of anger or something. And fuck me, have I been seeing this? I I was watching um, Married at First Married at First Sight, and like I need to do an episode on that because the fucking trauma in these people and the way that the therapists don't handle it is just disgusting. Anyway, so. What was I going to say? So when you have these incidences where you've been held down and then you get triggered by something, eventually what can happen is like a flick, uh, a switch can just flick in your body and you can go into an outburst. And that is where blackout rage happens. That's where blackout anger can happen. So I even see this in men a lot, um, especially with like one punch, one punch hits, one punch, is that what they're called? One punch hits in Australia. Um, Basically, and it's not that they've been held down and su- suppressed, but they actually have been more so emotionally. Um, what what in Australia, what is quite common is that men will get into fights and they'll punch another guy in the head in the wrong spot and kill them. It's a one punch hit is what it's called. Anyway, it's really sad because you see these like very average men and they've literally had blackout rage or they're drunk as fuck and they haven't been able to con- suppress their emotions is what it is. Um, and they've let everything come out. Now, a common way this is, and I actually want to do it. I'm going to write this in my, I'm going to talk about this in my book in terms of gun shooting and um, uh, gun violence and everything like that. Because when you look at the psychology of men and violence, it's very interesting. Um, and when, you know, there's a recent shooting in Boulder and like, fuck, it's heartbreaking um, for all those families and everything. And it's also just like reminding me of the issue that we have with men's violence in society as in society is causing the men's violence um it's not like my heart goes out to the guy that shot all those people because he wasn't doing it in his quote-unquote right mind it was again it was actually from a trauma response that was blocking his prefrontal cortex and was blocking his ability to make rational decisions 
Does that make sense? And, and rationally like understand and process something. Anyway, point being is in society, a lot of men are very emotionally suppressed. Australia, definitely. Uh, very emotionally suppressed. England too. I see it a lot because it's like this tough man thing. Um, I feel like Americans are a little bit better at expressing themselves. It's a bit more like accepted. Um, whereas tall poppy syndrome in UK and Australia just means like basically fit in, don't stand out. Anyway, um, that's a whole other thing, which I should do a bloody episode on, isn't it? Um, anyway, that's just going to write that. I'm actually going to just write that one down. Hold on a second. Tall poppy syndrome. All right, it's down. So what was I, what I was going to say was, oh, where's my fucking notes now? What I was going to say is that society does a really good job suppressing, uh, suppressing men and emotionally, right? Like don't express your emotions. Don't be too angry. Don't cry. Don't do this. Don't do that. And then as, as a result of it, because they've been emotionally held down, emotionally suppressed, emotionally stuck, right? So women can be physically suppressed and then men can be emotionally suppressed and men can also be physically suppressed right and then what happens is they're constantly releasing this response whether they know it or not in their body and one day the fucking champagne bottle explodes and they have blackout rage and they don't remember it they don't remember it because their body just took over the rage the adrenaline was like like the the trauma took over where it was like i need to get this out of my body And as a result, your conscious mind shuts off and your unconscious body and your unconscious mind just fucking takes over. And this is why doing this work is so fucking important because you don't want to be having those situations, but also you just don't want to be living your life in this constant state of adrenaline where your body doesn't feel really safe and secure in in different scenarios. And also you don't want to be having these physical manifestations of trauma. Okay. So share this episode, please, with the men in your life, with your girlfriends in your life, with your mom, with your dad, with your brother, with your sister, with your friends, everyone share it with fucking everyone because this stuff is so important like i see these physical manifestations in men as well and the way that it shows up is again like skin issues it shows up as low testosterone it shows up as burnout it shows up as um as erectile dysfunction it shows up as um low libido and that gets to men so fucking heavily more so than like a low libido gets to a woman why because society puts the fucking expectation that a man's got to be rock solid all the time or constantly wanting sex and Uh, so much of a man's manhood and masculinity is wrapped up in sex and their ability to be hard and get it up and all that kind of stuff so when they're having these issues they feel like so fucking bad and you got to remember because of society men aren't going to just phone their friends and have a chat about it they're going to suppress 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 until something really bad happens or until you know as many situations show us with with the statistics until they commit suicide because they can't they, they, don't, they don't get help. They feel so ashamed of it. And so if we can normalize this stuff and get people to understand like, oh, a physical manifestation is often a result of an emotional issue, then they can just fix the emotional issue and the physical manifestation disappears, right? So yeah. So when it comes to period issues, when it comes to anything like that, guys, I want you to remember that your brain is communicating to your ovaries and your brain is affected by the trauma in your life, by the stress in your life, by the trauma from your childhood, by the way that you feel about the feminine, by the way that you feel about the masculine. Do you feel safe in your environment? Do you feel safe around men? Do you feel safe being a woman? If you don't feel safe in these things, if you don't feel safe to draw boundaries, if you don't feel safe to express your truth, if you don't feel safe in your sexuality, if you don't feel safe in your sensuality, you're going to be having these physical manifestations another juicy episode wrapped up by moi ladies thank you for tuning in um 
What was I going to say? If you haven't left a review, could you please write a written review on the podcast? Um, also, there is – so the certification is closing on Friday the 31st of March – no, Friday the 26th of March. And if you put your application in, you've got until the 31st to submit your first payment and then it's doors are closed as soon as you lose. Um, and then – Guys, on Saturday, I'm going to be opening up the website page for our Tulum fucking immersion, which is four days of pure fucking healing. It's super intimate. Only nine women can come. Uh, and I am never going to do this again. I decided it when I was in Tulum. I am never going to do this again because once COVID is fucked off, um, my big events will be a thing again. So this is your opportunity for once in a fucking lifetime to work with me at this intimate level in person for three and a half, four days. Um, I will never do this again, or at least I will never do it at this price point. Maybe I'll do it again for like 30K, but I don't even think I will because I I like to do big things um, just because it's like better with time. Like it's a better use of my time and they're fun, but we can't at the moment. So we're going to make so much fun out of the nine women. It's in a ridiculous house in Tulum on the fucking beach. The staff are like nothing you've ever experienced. It's where I stayed in my second place in Tulum. The security is out of control. I just can't even express my love of this bloody place. So that our website page is going to be open on Saturday. So you will have all the details of the dates, the prices, the payment plans, absolutely everything. And then a week later, the tickets will open. Um, so I want to give you guys a week to prep plan. So you know, you're ready to rock and roll and click that buy button. Um, because these four days are going to transform your life. Like in words, I can't even fucking explain. You've probably, you probably, if you haven't, you might've seen things from my New York event, watch the promo videos from my New York event. It is out of fucking I just like I can't even actually put words to it like I literally can't even describe it like you just know in your heart right now whether you're meant to be there like you already know like you don't even need to look at the website page you're just gonna look there for the dates and the details because you don't even need me to like sell it to you you're just like oh yeah I was there yesterday like that's the energy of the people that are meant to be and that's who I'm calling in those nine bloody amazing women Okay, ladies. Well, have an amazing rest of your day. Um, This episode is on YouTube or if you're on YouTube, this episode is on my podcast, uh, Feminine as Fuck. My YouTube is just Monica Yates. You'll be able to search it up if you want to watch the video version of it. If you want to see my face, if you want to see a little bit of jelly, if you want to see the snow falling outside, it's a vibe in Aspen. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Please do not forget to share this episode because it will change so many lives. And I really appreciate it as the value exchange of me taking an hour out of my time plus more to edit it and everything um, to do these episodes. I really appreciate it. Have a lovely day, everyone.